Hey, Light Anglers. Today is January 19th. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to the show. Here on The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, so today is going to be, <clears throat> pun on words, a little light. Uh, no, this is funny. Uh, my wife actually assisted with providing this topic. So this is from the Huffington Post. The title is, Energy Company Tells Customers to Cuddle Pets Hula Hoop to Keep Soaring Bills Down. So, yeah. So a British power company has apologized on Twitter for offering what it acknowledged were embarrassingly unhelpful and poorly judged energy-saving tips to customers. I personally think these are not real bad, you know, suggestions. Uh, in a blog post sent to clients of its brand SSE, OVO Energy suggested they cuddle their pets or loved ones, each, <laughs> eat ginger or porridge, do housework, challenge children to a hula hoop contest, drink more water, buy wool socks, or do jumping jacks to save on heating bills. Again, great uh, advice, energy company. Good job. Eat porridge. How does that help? Drink more water. Anyway, this blog should never have been written or sent to customers, the company tweeted Tuesday, adding, it was sincerely sorry. Yeah, I bet. OVO says uh, in a tweet, you might have seen OVO and SSE in news today. We recently sent an email to customers with energy saving tips that linked to a blog post. The blog should have never been written or sent to customers. It was embarrassingly unhelpful and poorly judged. We are sincerely sorry. I'm willing to bet that the employee that uh, put this out to the customers uh, was probably at the time thinking, oh man, this is going to be hilarious. Then immediately regretted it. And then like two years from now, they'll probably be like, eh, that was pretty funny. Anyway, the article continues on saying the apology came after the tips were widely derided by lawmakers in the UK on both sides of the aisle and on social media. Well, look at that. It brought politics together. See, there's always a positive. Uh, being told to put on a jumper instead of turning on your heating if you can't afford it at a time of such difficulty for so many families is plainly offensive, Darren Jones, a Labour member of Parliament, said. Uh, Teresa Villers, a member of Parliament for the ruling Conservative Party, described the advice as pretty insensitive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Many people are very anxious about rising energy bills and won't take kindly to being told to do some star jumps, she said. So for all my American uh, listeners, a star jump is a jumping jack. And yes, I looked that up. Uh, and people on Twitter made it very clear how they felt about the tips. <laughs> Dr. Halima Begum wrote on Twitter, 
OVO Energy tells families to do star jumps to lower your heating bill? Offensive and inconsiderate, especially to the disabled community. Half the 7 million people living in poverty in the UK are disabled or live in a family with a disabled person, and they should star jump to maintain their basic right to warmth? I, I, I kind of want to fact check that. I don't know if the 7 million people living in poverty in the UK are disabled or not, but um, those are... That's what Dr. Begum said. And you're right. Uh, Handicapable people should not be doing star jumps. Uh, also, Michael English said, Hi, OVO Energy. I'm just about to do some washing, but can you advise the best way to dry it, please, based on your advice below? A, put a, all the wet clothes on and do star jumps. Or B, cuddle my pet and give us both frostbite. Looking forward to your response. Oh, Gosh, that guy, Michael. Anyway, that's that's the article. I thought it was kind of funny. You know, good way to, you know, spend, start your Wednesday, laugh a little bit. So you're probably thinking, all right, Jack, great job. What does the scripture say about this? Well, Ecclesiastes 4.11 actually says, again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? Mm, star jumps? Okay, that was, that was... That might have been crossing the line. Well, as funny as that may be for some of you and maybe not for others, there is a point to all this. So Ecclesiastes, if you read that, especially chapter 4, a little bit more, you'll actually get a good message out of it. And it's pretty important, especially in the times we're having today where, you know, some people can't afford heating bills, you know, people are struggling, you know. So Ecclesiastes 4, I'm actually going to start uh, in verse seven, it says, again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. For whom am I toiling? He asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If, e if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Also, if two lie down together, they will keep warm, but who can one keep warm alone? Though one may over be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. So we take that knowledge, we take that wisdom in some pretty old scripture, and let's fast forward a little bit to the New Testament where Jesus Christ, you know, actually enters the stage and here he is. And so I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here and assume that God can pretty much take care of it all by himself. He's got it. He's got it all under control. Right. And so Jesus, the son of God, pretty sure he could have taken care of it all by himself. But instead of doing that, he surrounded himself with 12 friends, 12 people right? There's something here to this. It's important to take note that we're not supposed to go through this trip alone. We're not supposed to, you know, try to take care of everything all by ourselves. We're not even supposed to try to understand the word of God by ourselves. We're supposed to surround ourselves with others. So we can go all the way back into, you know, the Old Testament, or we can look at the New Testament, we can look at today. Um, but we're not supposed to do this alone. You're always supposed to have somebody with you to walk step by step, to go on this voyage with you, to keep you straight, to keep you level-headed, to keep you on track, to keep you warm if you need help keeping warm, right? 
So there's, wow, I made fun and it was a little funny. There's a point to all this, you know, we're not supposed to do this alone. We're supposed to share with one another. We're supposed to take care of one another. We're supposed to help one another. So just keep that in mind as you go throughout your Wednesday and the rest of the week that, hey, you know, if you're struggling with whatever it may be, whether it's just understanding scripture or paying bills or keeping warm or putting food in your table, you know, we're supposed to share. We're supposed to help out with one another. So just keep that in mind. Pray with me, y'all. Father God, thank you for friends and family and those who come through when they're needed the most. Unfortunately, there are many who aren't blessed with those who can help when help is needed. I pray for those and ask you for support and compassion. I ask that you would guide someone to their lives to provide comfort in what is needed. Open our hearts to opportunities to help one another and to show the same grace and love you show us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things, loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light in the darkness.